This is the world-famous marriage segment with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. All right, let's do it, America. This is when the audience completely flips and <laughs> nutty. It's absolutely nutty, uh, the turnover of audience who comes in. People eh, may not agree with us. In our very pro-America, pro-military, <laughs> pro-God, pro-life, pro-Second Amendment, pro-religious freedom uh, perspectives, but they kind of in their heart know about the glory and the sanctity and the holiness of marriage and what it really means and it, how corrupt, how corrupted that message has become, let's say, in the media. If you ever watch, well, don't watch TV. It sucks. Primetime TV sucks, but they just destroy marriage. They go after it every time. You don't see happily married couples who revere God's word and, and want to be great examples and cherish each other. But we do it on the show. Uh, my wingman for this op for many years has been Robert Kosick. He wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. Uh, he's an all-around great guy, a uh, marriage coach, and uh, he writes our content, uh, the marriage tips that are posted right now on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Happy Friday, buddy. Happy Friday to you, Sam. And, and by the way, there are lots of uh, studies out there on the health benefits of a strong marriage. Uh, so you, you're, you're spot on when you say that a good, strong marriage leads to really healthy people in recovery, too. There's been plenty of uh, medical studies to confirm that. I didn't so, know that because you know how, like, you don't feel good? And I can't. Yeah. And you just want to be in a bed and have blankets and whatever it is. <laughs> you know, and I can only imagine laying there in bed. You don't feel good. You're achy. you got a fever. And you also hate your husband. <laughs> you also hate your wife. Oh, and it's like, oh. So yeah. There's a peaceful, yeah. a, a peaceful feeling about being, knowing that your spouse will take great care of you because they love you and you not being yep. 100%. So anyway. I, I oh, I know. I agree. But I can't imagine laying in bed and, and your spouse going, is there anything I can do for you? Yeah, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> go to beep. You God, be beep. miserable. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, a world-famous marriage segment. Uh, we talked about the glory and sanctity of holiness and steaminess of marriage, Mr. Kosick and I. Here's marriage tip number 209. We, folks, we are up to our 209th marriage tip. It says, may I take your bags? I'll read it. Mr. Kosick will respond. A bellhop's role is to help guests enjoy their stay. They start by taking your luggage when you arrive at the hotel. So you can start enjoying your time there from the minute you walk in the door. We can't afford a bellhop at our homes, but we can enjoy the same benefits by getting rid of our baggage before we go inside. So how to check your bags at the door? A, I'm sorry, number one, prepare. Take 60 seconds when you pull into the driveway to clear your mind. Number two, to-dos. Write down everything that needs to be done the next day. And three, postpone. When you walk into the house... Postpone talking about your day. Take it away, Mr. Cos. So, uh, so, as you know, I, I started working again down here, um, down in the Galleria now. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, I'm excited about the paycheck, the location, and eh, not so much. So I, I, I've spent a, I spend a good hour to hour and ten minutes each way now uh, to my home uh, in the car, enjoying all the people who are so excited to get to work in Houston. I just can't imagine how excited people are to get to work. They drive like 90 miles an hour. They, I mean, I... I like my job, but I'm not that excited exactly. about it. Uh, but yeah, so, but, but when you get home, it's, it's, I told my wife the other day, I said, I got a new favorite phrase that I use now when I come home. I said, I look out the window, and I go, put down your phone and drive, bonehead. <laughs> so, 
So when you get home after an hour in the car, people doing some really stupid things, you get pretty frustrated, and, and you're all pent up anger and, and whatever. If you just walk straight into the house and you go into whatever's going on in the house, uh, especially if you've got small kids there and everything, it's easy to take all that garbage and that baggage with you right into the house and just laying it all out there, too, and it just makes for more baggage. So I started to sit back and think, well, how can I make that better? And this, this idea of bellhop came to mind where when you go to a hotel, one of these high-end hotels, they do everything they can to make your stay fantastic, and they start with a bellhop who says, you know what, we'll take your bags to your room for you. You just start enjoying yourself in the minute you walk in the door. And I thought, how cool would that be if we could do that at the house, too? And here's just three easy ways to do that. And the first one is just says, when you get into the driveway, just take 60 seconds. It's not that long. Take some deep breaths. Let yourself calm down and get your, your mind in the right place before you get up to walk into the house. And the other thing that's really helpful is write down everything that you know has to be done the next day. If you write them down, you can kind of forget about them, and you don't have to think about them. And then when you walk in the door, enjoy just being in the home. Don't actually come in and say, oh, my drive was horrible, or work was terrible, or tell me everything that's, that happened in the house today. Because uh, you know how that works, right? You walk in, and, and your wife's like, uh, she's the one who stays home. She's like, well, let me tell you everything that happened today, and this is why I didn't get these things done. And like, Just take a minute and postpone that stuff to the end of the evening when you've had time to really calm down and enjoy each other. One of the best benefits of doing that is when you get to the point where you say, like, now tell me about your day. Most of it goes away because it's not so relevant anymore because now you've calmed down, like you talked about, healthy marriage, things look better, and all the things that were frustrating you that you just wanted to get off your chest, eh, it doesn't really matter anymore. You're like, you know what, I just love being with you, yeah. and that stuff's behind. I don't really care about it. Let's just continue enjoying the night. So three very simple steps that will radically change your evenings. And if you're doing better at night, then your next day you're feeling better, which means you have less stress the next day, which means you have less baggage the next day. It's a pretty pretty good cycle to follow. Who out of that? So <clears throat> it's about the baggage. So <clears throat> when you pull in at the house, just... You know, you're in front of your house or your apartment, or whatever. Just, just wait a minute. Just chill, right? Just chill. If you got Unwind. you got shizzle to do, like we all do, write it down, tuck it away somewhere so you don't have to think about it. And then don't talk about your day. And that's a, that's brilliant. You know, don't. Ah, oh, you know what happened today, my boss. You know, just yeah. smell. Just, yeah. I like to. Smell. It doesn't mean you're not going to talk. It doesn't mean you're not going to talk about it. Just postpone it until later. And then, then when the big things come up that are important. You're less stressed when you're talking about it, number one, and, and you can be talk more rational about whatever it is, especially if people are frustrating you. It, it'll just, trust me, it'll make your, your evenings a thousand times better. And sure, and we've all had, like, the customer who, when you pick up the phone, starts complaining all, like, it's a tidal wave of words. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same thing when you walk in the door. So, yeah. how you doing? What's going on? All right, now tell me, what's the problem, or? Right, right. I talked to that time when I came home and I asked my wife, I said, you, you know, you get a chance to pick up my laundry today. And she went on for about 15 minutes about all the stuff that happened during the day. And at the end of it, she said, and that's why I didn't pick up your laundry. And I was like, that's great, but I still had time to get to the laundromat if you had just told me no, <laughs> which I apparently don't have now. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Any day now, we'll get to the answer. No. That's right. So if she would have just said no, I'd have left and went and picked it up. But you know, but what she needed was not for me to go pick up my laundry. She needed me to say, you know what, you take the rest of the night off. I got it. You know, right. tag, my turn. I'll take over from here. You go relax. And that's Done what she you. really needed that day. Our, our world-famous marriage talk segment, which airs at 8.30 Central Time, 9.30 on the East Coast. Uh, Robert Kosick's my wingman. The content on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Uh, a couple years ago, we started adding the hot and heavy marriage tip, and the content is wandering. Once again, married folks, pay attention. Some people love exploring unfamiliar areas. Others prefer to stay in the familiar, regardless of, your, of our preference. 
after we're comfortably back in the familiar, we all tend to remember the thrill and adrenaline associated with the experience of being in an unfamiliar area. The same is true of our intimacy with our spouses. Sometimes we need to wander away from our comfort zone to experience the thrill and adrenaline associated with the unfamiliar. Now, I'm a little more street than you. You're a little more you know, bookish. I think it means one thing. It probably doesn't, but walk us through. No, it actually probably does mean exactly what you're thinking about. I just, I was just doing it the G version, so you can then go with the PG version. So, but it's the same thing. So, so I was thinking back on on some different occasions and stuff. Like we, we went to Yellowstone one year, and and you know, and you go there, you don't go anywhere without your bear spray, pepper spray kind of stuff for bears, big canister thing. And we were taking the trail one time. We got to a point where the where the ranger said, you know what? This is the end of the trail for me, but you guys are welcome to go ahead and keep on going down the trail. We wanted to, so we did. Of course, you wound up making a wrong turn and got a little bit lost in the woods, and you're you're thinking, we're lost in the woods with a bunch of bears. I I sure hope I know how to use my pepper spray, only to realize I left my pepper spray at the house. So we're coming down out of the woods, and we're making noise and all stuff, and you got this adrenaline of going, oh, I hope no bears show up. I hope we're okay. And it's kind of a little weird and uncomfortable. When we get down from the mountain, and you look back, I'd say, wow, that was really exciting, even though it was a little scary at the time or a little bit unfamiliar and uncomfortable, not knowing where we were. It then becomes something you think about, and there's adrenaline and that kind of stuff you think about it. So when it comes to intimacy, sometimes we get so much in the same rut of doing the same thing in the same way in the same areas every single time. And I just want to encourage people to, you know, sometimes it's okay to wander away from where you're comfortable and go try some things where maybe you've never tried it before because you're uncomfortable or unfamiliar with it and just see because it may turn out to be something very thrilling and very exciting and may get your adrenaline up. Just the fact that you suggest it to your husband will get the adrenaline and the thrill up whether you do it or not. So I would, so I would suggest wandering a little bit. I'm so in high school right now because my – I, you know, whatever. I, you know, this is why we're a good combo because, you know – uh, so, folks, wander, get out of your comfort zone, as the metaphor would lead you to believe, and experience <laughs> the thrill and adrenaline associated with the unfamiliar. Yeah, it, it's the whole game, that old game that you, used, you know, the kids used to play. Trust me? Do you trust me? Do you trust me? <laughs> <laughs> Go read it, and you figure out what you think it means uh, by going to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Good job. I, I can't believe, by the way, who was it who said it? Who said one of our crew said it says two hundred nine segments talking about glory and sanctity and holiness of marriage and steaminess and without a repeat. Yeah. Having having a wonderful time. We haven't repeated the same topic uh title uh in two hundred and nine. And I have to say I was talking with someone yesterday morning and we were just talking about stuff and, and he actually gave me a few extra topics, which was great. But we talked about the hot and heavy one and I said, Yeah, my wife really doesn't like me talking about sex on the radio and which most wives don't. And I said, Yeah, but it's such an important part of marriage and this gentleman was saying the same thing. He goes, Yeah, the fact that you guys do that is is such a different thing and such an important thing because it completes the whole circle of what God designed. It's every part of that is what God had ordained and made part Amen. of being inside of a marriage, and, and it's good that we talk about it. And I said, yeah, and the fact that we keep it GPG makes it a lot of fun because it gets kind of difficult keeping some of these topics G and PG, but we have a great time doing it, and, I, and I'm glad from, from the feedback we get from people that they're enjoying it as well. Oh, you know, in terms of everything I say will get a complaint, you know, just because it's the, the nature of our business. This really doesn't. This honest-to-goodness doesn't. Uh, the marriage segment is even something like the alt-left they stay away from because they realize – when we put putting God's plan into this, and then man's you know man's part of it, and then the romance part, 
and the obviously building and creating a family part and the and the vow that we take before God and the community for each other. It's one of those things that you have a hard time arguing with. It's just radio yeah. people who are not living clean lives have a problem with it because they feel <laughs> so, guilty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the guilt part. They need to listen to and put into practice some of the things we're talking about, and they'll be a lot better off. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, anyway, all right, listen, go have a blessed day. Thank you, Mr. Robert Kosick. He wrote the book, Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com. Visit his website. The book is in many, many languages as well. So you yeah. can pick it up or read it or read the uh, post he's had. Have a fantastic rock and roll blessed Friday. You have a blessed, blessed weekend, Sam. We'll talk to you next week. Roger that. Back in a second. AM 1070. 